Welcome to Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're discussing 1989's Roadhouse, directed by Rowdy Harrington and starring Patrick Swayze. But before we do that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Uh, I needed some romance in my life, so I watched Before Sunrise. Excellent. Yes. What 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 a great film it is, and uh, what a great film series it is. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, I'm I no matter... How much time goes by, I'm always interested in what happens between, you know, Jesse and Celine. Yes. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll just, I'll sit down to watch their story at any time. I love all three movies, but there's something about the first one, about the, uh, they're all about different levels of love, you know? Yes. Like, the first one is, is that, that spark you feel right at the beginning, and that first date feeling. How know? exciting it all is. How yeah. exciting it is. You never want it to end. Right. But it has to. <laughs> I mean that that movie is so good, Dave. I know, man. I know it's 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 fantastic. And I love how Richard Linklater like goes from one kind of movie to something like this, you know, a yeah. different kind of movie. Completely, right. he goes all over the place. Like Dazed and Confused came out the year before that. Yeah, and like it, they're not the same, you know. No. Uh, and then Waking Life five years later. I mean, it's just crazy. And School you know? of Rock. Like, yeah, yeah, I know everything. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I Bernie. the whole trilogy is great. Yes. And, I imagine they probably will do a fourth one at some point. It's got to happen probably just like, I mean, they, yeah. They're all seven years apart. Yeah, and and l- l- let's check in on them again when they're senior citizens. I don't know. You know, whatever. Yes, I'm very interested to find out what happened after the last one. Me too. So, we'll see. All right, sweet, Dave. Before yes. Sunrise. Yes. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, I watched Miracle Mile from 1988. Okay. The, um, the uh, nuclear... War is Coming film. Oh, um, oh, wow. Okay. Anthony Edwards and Mayor Wi- uh, Winningham? Winningham? Yeah, yeah, Mayor Winningham. Have you seen this? I haven't seen it, no. Okay, so it's a guy gets a phone call at like a phone booth, and there's some one on the other line saying, the bomb's coming, man. It's coming. Um, and it's about, do you, do you believe this? What, what do you do? Like, is it true <laughs> or not? Okay. Do you tell people? How do you deal with this paranoia and... The, the fraughtfulness of the situation. And I think Mayor Winningham's character is like, it was supposed to be her dad calling her or something. So ah. I think it's real. You think it's real, but you're not for sure the whole time. Uh, but you do think it's real. And they're going around to LA in one night telling people, trying to get out of there. The bomb's coming in one hour. And uh, what do you do? Okay. And, you know, you love each other and <laughs> you want to survive. And uh, yeah, it, it's pretty good. It, um, I won't spoil the ending, but j- let's just say that I, Scott Charbonneau, liked it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that almost spoils it, but not quite. Okay, yeah. Right, yeah. It's a good ending. Right. Yeah. It's a really good ending. So. <laughs> That's what I watched. Right. Cool. <laughs> All right. So now, Dave, let's get into Roadhouse. All right. Why don't you give everyone a sloppy fistful of synopsis <laughs> there you go i'll do my best here <laughs> so a bar owner recruits dalton uh one of the world's great bouncers uh to come down to jasper missouri and help him get his new place running right uh what dalton doesn't know is that jasper is under the control of a prominent local businessman who makes everyone in the town pay protection and it's uh he then has to figure out how to navigate all this and there's our movie. Let's get it rolling. Oh, baby. <laughs> when we chose this movie, I think you were shocked to hear I had never seen it. That was quite um, something. Yeah. I love this. I loved it. Awesome. It's man. so awesome. 
trashy good. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's so, everything you want. It's what you want from this kind of movie. Yeah. Man. This is 80s trash. And it's like... <sighs> It's 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 everything that like you were expecting as a kid that you wanted to see in a movie, you know? Yeah, you wanted some guys fighting. Yep. You wanted some TNA. Sure. You wanted blood and guns. You wanted lots of swears. You wanted bad words. Exactly. You wanted cool blues music. You wanted awesome f- tunes. Exactly. Yeah, and you got all of it. Cool cars. Oh my god. There's a monster truck in this movie, everybody. <laughs> That's an honest to God monster truck that that plays a role in like a major part of the plot. Yes. Which I love. (laughs) When I first saw it, I was like, man, that's just a great touch. They have a monster truck here. These goons just pull up to the mansion in a monster truck like they're driving a Honda Civic or something. (laughs) But no, it's used in the movie. Used to great effect. Yeah. You got to use it. Uh-huh. If you put it in there, you got to use it. That's right. You put a monster truck in the first act, you better use it by the third act. Yeah. Chekhov's Bigfoot, it's I think a known that's thing. that's what they wrote yes, about. Of course. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right, Dave. Uh, tell us what happened here. We get okay. kicked off at the bandstand. Right? Yeah, yeah. So we're at the we're at this club in New York and like Kevin Teague walks in the to to the to the club and he finds that the 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 guy he's there to see is Dalton, who is this storied bouncer in a world where people know who bouncers are. This guy is the most famous name. He's, he's a cooler technically. Oh, that's true. So he's like, it's hard to the bouncer. Yeah, that's right. He's the, he's the bouncer's boss. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, he, he's, and his, uh, his whole thing, Dalton, uh, obviously, Patrick Swayze. obviously played by the great Patrick yeah. Swayze, um, is his life's philosophy is, He's trying not. He's trying to like be, I guess, the uh, the peaceful warrior. Um, yeah. He he doesn't want to fight. He wants to like have everything. He he wants to make sure that the club has no incidents. And so he tells his crew to always take things outside. Yeah. Um, if and you know like never never, never start anything if if you yeah. can help it and never underestimate your opponents. Yes, he gets yeah. to, he gives you the code like later on. Yeah, and be nice is yes. the third one. Be nice. <laughs> um and and in this first scene. Uh, these these two fucking assholes. Um, like, there's a unfortunately everybody. There's a lot of violence against unnecessary violence against yeah. women in this movie, yeah. and it's just played for plot shit for action movies, and that's no good. Right. But we will try as best we can to like you know. Uh, these two guys are slapping people around, mm-hmm. and they want to, I guess, engage in a fight to the death on a Saturday night <laughs> with a cooler. Yeah. Um. And this is just something that Dalton, Dalton. I mean, and they don't know, like, they have to know if everybody everyone knows. Everyone knows Dalton. They know who he is. You say the word Dalton and everyone in the country apparently knows who you are. I know. Exa- hey, it's Dalton. Oh, my God, Dalton. <laughs> and, and, like, they, they know this dude. And so why anybody steps to him, I never know. Um, especially <laughs> not these two, like, you know, 80s assholes. Uh, and he amazingly for an action movie shows a, a, a total, you know, like shows a ton of restraint. He just yeah. like, uh, kind of Zen walks away from the fight. Yeah. Um, doesn't care I that they it. think he's a pussy or whatever. He just, no, I'm not doing this. Uh, I don't need to. Yeah. Um, and they, they slashed his arm with a knife, dude. They and pulled a knife. they pulled a knife on this dude and he goes to, to like stitch himself up. And that's when Kevin Teague makes him the offer. Yeah. $500 a night. Kevin Teague is, Frank Tyman, I think. Yeah. Tillman, Tyman, Tillman, Tillman. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come down to Jasper. Fix up the double deuce. 
Um, we're looking for a different kind of clientele. Yeah. Uh, 500 a night is what uh, Dalton asks for, I think. Yeah. And he says, done. 5,000 up front and 500 a night. <laughs> Fucking hell. And I run the show. The, the bar is now mine. Yeah. Essentially, you know? that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. He walks in and this is general manager Dalton now. Exactly. Um, and he... He does a good job, man. He sure does. He does a really good job. Yeah, he, he knows what he knows his craft. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, when Tillman comes in, he says, I need the best. And he says, well, uh, Wade Garrett's the best, you mm-hmm. know, because I guess that's Sam Elliott's character, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Dalton doesn't want to go back down to Jasper for some reason. <laughs> I guess he's from down there or around there. The, the, where the, I don't know. It, what happened like in Memphis, which oh, is, yeah, you know, Memphis close is by. not too yeah, far away. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, and there was the, the throat rip happened down there. Yeah, the there. throat rip. So, I mean... Dalton's a great character, though. Like, yeah. I mean, I really love how complex he actually is. Like, yeah. he's supposed to be the toughest dude ever, which he is. Yes. And <laughs> he uh, <laughs> he doesn't want to fight. I mean, this guy's amazing. He he's not only a kung fu master or a chronic throat ripper. <laughs> He's also like the best manager you would ever want to work for. Oh, you're right. <laughs> like, yes, he's awesome. This guy's great. That's true. He 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 has mastered the art of management in in many ways. Uh, he's yeah. an HR. You know, he he's not an HR issue. He he is like someone who actually would he's, get things done. He's generous to people. He's paying homeless people money. Oh man, he's, he's nice to women. You know, he's got a nice car, but he's driving a, a hoopty. You know, <laughs> yes. this guy's great. Yes. He Man. might rip your throat out, but he's great. <laughs> Just don't cross him. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing about the Mercedes, like, like having like a, a, a burner decoy car. Yeah. I love that. Um, And because you know that like these thugs are going to like, uh, you know, like They're slash your tires. You yeah. Yeah. Um, while you have this Mercedes under a cover somewhere yeah. else, a, a Mercedes with its own tape deck, by the way, oh, uh, I mean, that, that looked pretty damn luxurious. Yeah, I, I love the montage of him getting in the Mercedes and you see like the, 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 the kind of, uh, you know, lacquered wood yeah. and, uh, and then the tape going into the, t- it's, oh, oh man, man. And the music hits and yes. then the tires speak, spin out. Yeah, Ooh, man, it's badass. It's time to go late eighties <laughs> style down to Jasper, Missouri. So he, so he arrives at, the double deuce and he walks in without making a big fuss about it because he wants to scope it out without everyone knowing who he is. Right. So he walks in as just like a regular customer and this place is the ultimate shithole. Yeah. It's like there's fights every two minutes. (laughs) About two dozen beer bottles were broken in this whole scene. Yeah. From either throwing them at people, throwing them at the band, just falling on the floor because people are flying through tables like this is fucking crazy yeah and he's he's noticing everything that's happening and there's there's people selling drugs (laughs) there's dudes passed out on the floor (laughs) like there's guys who are just like taking advantage of the women instead of actually bouncing the place yeah they're part of the problem yeah (laughs) the bartender's like skimming off the top like he sees everything immediately And then it comes out that he's Dalton. Everyone kind of realizes he's Dalton after a little bit. And uh, everyone starts saying he's not so tough. Oh, he's just an idiot. Like, he didn't do anything. They're, like, kind of stepping to him, too, a little. And he's yeah. not doing anything about it. He's some kind of pussy. Yeah. Boy, I, I, it's amazing to me that nothing, we've already talked about, like, the, the level of recognition of this guy. Like, his, his name rings out, apparently. Yeah. Um, but that if a guy was this famous... He's probably this famous for a reason. 
Um, so when Terry yeah. Funk and the 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 guy who, and Steve, the other dude, <laughs> don't think he's much, they they think Dalton's a oh, yeah. oh man, he hadn't shown me shit. Uh huh. I'm like, yeah, dude. guys, just wait for five minutes. Are you really this stupid? Yeah. You know they are. <laughs> I love uh, Kathleen Wilhoit's reaction too. She's like, when she finds out he's Dalton, she's like, "Oh, no, he's Dalton! Know, oh my man. god, that guy's Dalton!" <laughs> like, she just totally loves this guy. She's just like, I-, I can't believe how people mark out when they meet Dalton. I mean, like, even <laughs> right. she, she works in this bar in Missouri, and she knows the most famous. She knows who the most famous bouncer in the I world is. Of course, is. they know he's coming. Yeah, right? that's true. That's true. Right? But, uh, yeah, there, there is that. Um, yeah. Well, she she's kind of smitten by him, I guess, because he's you know hunky Patrick Swayze. Of course, right. So when she finds out it's Dalton, she's like, "Oh heck yeah, <laughs> this guy's gonna work here." Exactly. She thought it was this cute dude standing at the bar, but no, this yeah. is actually Dalton. This is my boss now. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, it doesn't go too well at that night, I guess. I mean, the whole well, ball bar breaks out into a giant brawl. Right. Exactly. And poor Jeff Which Healy behind the chicken nightly, wire. Nightly it, event. Th- and they they yeah. they said that like um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, Jeff Healy. Yes, they're stuck behind this cage to protect them from right. the, the crowd. Right, Jeff and, Healy band, everybody. And he's like, um, he's friendly with Dalton. Like they know each other from from somewhere I else, think they other were roadhouses. Yeah, they must have been in Memphis together. Yeah, or um, he says it, some other Dayton, Dayton, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they were in Dayton. This together. place is worse than when we were in Dayton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's just it's it's an evocative statement yeah you know um but like eventually dalton does have a, a meeting with with the the crew at the double deuce with all the bouncers yeah and um you know he finds out there's some there's some good guys and and there's some some guys like you said who are part of the problem uh steve in particular the the guy who like always wears a vest and no shirt uh-huh um he likes to uh as you said uh take advantage of, take liberties with the female guests yep and um, Terry Funk is a guy who's just got a short fuse. Yeah. And Dalton fires him straight away. <laughs> um, Go back to the ring. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and one of my favorite Terry Funk moments in this movie comes later when he he addresses Sam Elliott's character, Wade Garrett, as dad. He goes, yeah. get lost, dad. Yes. I looked it up. Terry Funk and Sam Elliott are exactly the same age. That's hilarious. I, I was just like, you know, and I knew going in that this is this was the case, but I wanted to confirm it. Uh, that rules. Very different physiques, for v- sure. Very much so, yes. Yeah. Um, very different looks. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Sam Elliott's more of a daddy. If you know what I'm Ooh, saying. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, he uh, looks good S- in this Sam movie. Elliott is is like he he is a hunk of man. I mean, it, it just <laughs> and in this movie in particular, yeah, ladies love cool Sam. Um it, it's I, I've never seen hair this beautiful on man or woman. Um really like like a perfect lion's mane okay, of yeah. silver hair. I seriously read an article about a guy who spent six months to a year trying to get this hairstyle <laughs> no way <laughs> yeah it looked pretty good in the end but well, yeah. good for him all kinds of tips and stuff wow I'm like i'm never gonna that's never gonna happen to i yeah i oh, and fine. it's too late for my you yeah. know i but i i i, I would have back in the day i would have committed to it if i had known such a thing existed yeah right, i yeah. would have wanted to have the internet's a wonderful thing yes it is um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this he fires these guys he fires the waitress who's dealing, they, right. they all go, all right. these bad seeds instantly out, man. First day on the job, you're out, you're out, you're right. out. And here's the rules. Never underestimate your opponent. 
take it outside and be nice. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, how are we going to stop these people by being nice? <laughs> and Dalton's just like, you just got to be nice. Yeah. You're nice until I say you're not nice. Yeah. It's a, it's, it, I guess they're easy rules to follow. They are. Um, and it makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah. And on the first night where we put these rules in motion, uh, they, they, they all get a lesson of, of what's going to happen. And there's this scumbag who, he puts his wife up on the table and she starts dancing to the music. Yep. And Dalton doesn't like that because it's causing a ruckus. Mm-hmm. So he asks one of the bouncers, you know, hey, can you go, you know, just go over there and take care of this? And the guy is supposed to be nice. And he says, hey, buddy, can you take you ask your wife to come down? And, um. Uh, of course, it happens, you know, more than, you know, he has right. to do it more than once. And eventually the guy does pull a knife and slug the dude. And so that's when uh, Dalton says it's time to not be nice. Yep. And he handles this dude um, by, well, he he grabs the guy's wrist yeah. with, with the knife and then he, he uh, bashes his face into the table. Yes. Another broken table. The table bill. Like, how, what kind of expenses does this place have for furniture? It, it occurred to me even when I was 12 <laughs> watching yeah. it, the logistics like, of how like... How much would this cost? What a bar fight, a nightly bar I'm fight, we're told. I'm open a table store in Jasper, Missouri. Uh, of course, you would I'd clean up. I'd be richer than Brad Wesley. Uh, fucking A. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know. But yeah, yeah. So, But Dalton steps in and actually kind of takes care of it himself. Yeah. Showing his people, you know, on his team, like, hey... I'm not afraid to do this. Yeah, exactly. This is how you do it. Yep. And he sets the example right there, man. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. And, uh, you know, and later that night, uh, he makes one more firing. Yes. Which is key. Uh, he fires John Doe's character, Pat, um, because Pat was taken from the till. Yeah. And Dalton saw it. Yep. Fires him. Yep. As it turns out, Pat is the nephew of Ben Gazzara's character, Brad Wesley. Yes. Who is the uh, the prominent businessman I mentioned earlier in the synopsis, the guy who's shaking everybody down. Yeah. Uh, and Brad, when Brad Wesley is, uh, when you're not in his good graces, he can make life very difficult for yes, you. Yes, he can. If you're not giving him that 10%. Yep. If you're not doing what he says. Right. Yeah. You're in trouble. Yep. And uh, the he even apparently controls the flow of alcohol into the town. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, is not good news for the double deuce. No, a bar needs their alcohol. I mean, <laughs> right. That's pretty much what they do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but eventually, um, through through some more, you know, back and forth, and they have like different evenings at the Double Deuce, uh, th- there's another big fight that happens when, when Pat tries to get his job back. Yeah, uh, yeah. He comes back. Right. You know, touting his family's name, you know, saying, hey, you know. Brad's my uncle and you're going to give me this job back. Right. And he tells Dalton he's going to be fired. Yeah. Right. And, and it's just a great performance. <laughs> I, I love, I I've always, I've always liked John Doe in movies. He's always a welcome presence. And in this one, he's like sleazier than he's ever been with his mustache. Yeah. And he looks a little greasy. Exactly. Yeah. And in this scene in particular, he's like, what are you afraid of Dalton? Me? And he's, he's brandishing a knife uh-huh. and like Dalton handles him pretty easily, of course. Yeah. Uh, but he does get stabbed. Right. And the other two goons there also pull knives out. And t- don't they? Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, oh I, I didn't remember. The, I, you know, honestly, I, thought, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. That. It turns out into a big knife fight in, in the <laughs> office <laughs> and true. they fly out the window and then it's a knife fight in the bar. And right. like it's <laughs> it's kind of like that first night at the double deuce again, yes. you know. And because Dalton is wearing a a, a, a white shirt, it, it's very uh, you know oh, prominent yeah. blood and yeah. everything. And he has to go to the hospital where he uh, where we the movie really starts here. 
um, with when he meets Kelly Lynch. Yeah, uh, she plays Doctor Elizabeth, and uh, he, she's coming to staple him up. Yeah, so he denies painkillers because he's just pain doesn't hurt. He says. Which, that's, that's quite a tough guy line. Oh, my Lord. That's awesome. Pain don't what, hurt. What hurts, Dalton? You're <laughs> carrying your guilt around on your shoulder. Um, broken hearts. Like, that's what hurts, Dalton. Sure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> and and she's kind of impressed with him. She is. Because um, she, she reads his file and finds he out he's got a philosophy degree. He carries his medical degree. chart around with him. Yeah. That's how often he gets injured. Because it saves time, he says. And she reads, yes. She reads off the laundry list of things. Yeah. yeah. The litany of his injuries is is uh is is pretty extensive and uh she finds out like obviously he's got a he's got a philosophy degree from NYU. Right. Um and I think that impresses her more than of course his bouncer proficiency. Probably. But, you yeah. Know. Um, um but he's an exciting guy. Also those abs probably. Oh my help. god. Yeah. I mean he's um, it's Patrick Swayze. I mean he was he was like uh, a physically perfect specimen at this time. Yes, he was. You know. So he asks her if she wants to come by the double deuce for coffee, which is, I want to drink coffee from that place. Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, Dalton drinks it, but he drinks, you know, yeah. but, uh, so I laughed. I'm like, don't, why would you invite this woman there? <laughs> That's the worst idea ever. Yeah. But she takes the bait, man. She shows up because I guess, I guess if you're, if you're Dalton, um, I mean, this is who I am. I am the ba- I am the cooler at the double deuce. So yeah. if you want to go out with me, um, I guess you'll have to eventually see what I'm about. Yeah. Uh, so why not just on the first night? Um, yeah. You see me uh, doing what I do. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what happens. <laughs> they they bring like three or four guys out of the bar into the street in right. the parking lot, and they're all fight, fist fighting and stuff. It's more of Wesley's goons. Yeah, they take them out. And uh, they win again. You know, the goons get defeated. <laughs> and and she's standing there watching it go down. And she's all in. She's all in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she goes with this maniac to a secondary location. <laughs> <laughs> and did, later in the movie, did you notice he's driving her Jeep? Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> was like, wow, what has happened in this relationship? I know. <laughs> but yeah. So then they talk and all this stuff. And this is when she and he... This is when they're talking and learn about each other. And then there's a a guy at the bar drinking coffee. He keeps falling asleep, some drunk bum yeah. or something. And right. He keeps trying to help him stand up in his seat, which is a really nice gesture, actually. Like yeah. when I noticed that, I was like, that's a nice little touch. Like, yes. He doesn't have to do that. He's a and caring he actually, man. And then he actually pays money to the, the owner of this diner to just let him sit there. Right. You know, drink the coffee and just sit there and fall asleep, basically. Right. It's a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's like his the humanity of Dalton is what is, of course, the most redeeming part of him. That and his, you know, like he's a, an avid reader, of course, and he's got a lot of he's got a lot of, uh, you know, qualities that would make him a, a productive member of society when he. But but the I think the key moment in this scene is when he says to Kelly Lynch, you know, um, you know, I uh, better get you out of here before you start thinking I'm a nice guy. Yeah. And she says, I know you're not a nice guy. It's it. It was a I think it was cool. It reminded me a lot of the, um, remember the scene in Boogie Nights where, um, where Dirk is auditioning for Amber. It, uh-huh. It's it's Mark Wahlberg and Julianne Moore, and they're doing that, um, yeah, porn dialogue. Yep. This is action movie dialogue, and Kelly Lynch and Patrick Swayze yeah. do it expertly. I think they both know it's kind of bullshit, 
and they just play it totally straight and they're totally serious about it. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love, you're going to start thinking I'm a nice guy. I know you're not a nice guy. I was like, fuck yeah. You yeah. know, this, this rules. You it's know? on. Yeah, exactly. It's on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Action movie <laughs> romance. You know, it, it, exactly what you want. Yes. Let's um, stop fucking around. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's another scene at the bar when, um, there's this woman, Denise, she's like the buxom blonde who hangs out there. Yeah. And she's one of, uh, she hangs out with Brad Wesley, you know, like in his crew, all the, all the goons, like she's <laughs> part of their, part of their gang, but she's, right. you know, she does whatever she wants. She's yeah. a free spirit. She's trying to hook up with Dalton. She literally comes up to him and says like, Hey Dalton, let's go fuck. <laughs> Or something very similar she to that. She says the word, let's fuck, yeah. in some fashion. Yeah. Yes. And apparently she's like this the woman to Jimmy. Yes. Jimmy is this other member of the gang who's kind of the number two, I guess. Yeah, he's-, he's To yeah, Brad. Exactly. Um, this, <laughs> Marshall this, T. This, like this Cobra-looking motherfucker, dude. <laughs> and he, so like, this is happening, and his woman wants Dalton, so now Dalton needs to die. Basically, this sets up one of the final fights of the movie. And, you know, like the, the weird part is, too, is that like uh, Denise. Yeah. Jimmy is really put out by Denise talking to Dalton. Yeah. But I think that Denise is like also Brad Wesley's lady. Yeah, friend. she's everybody. I mean, she, she just lives at Brad Wesley's mansion. I guess she's there. You know, yeah, she's someone's like, I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe like. The top tier people get her. Exactly. I yeah, I, I, I know. know. Oh God. And 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 this was actually what I was talking about with the with the the main violence against women bullshit is yeah. like like later you see like after this scene uh, when Dalton goes to to the mansion to like talk to Brad Wesley, um, you see her doing aerobics and she's like it's not just a black eye oh, she's yeah. got like bruises on her neck and everything and oh, I was yeah. like God damn it this is like she this took is a tough beating exactly yeah. and and this is the most like thin bullshit uh like action movie motivation is to like oh she got a she the, the girl got smacked it's time to go uh, kick some ass no that, that it, honestly this is a stupid action movie and, yeah. and of course you know we're taking it too serious but everything right but like this is a serious thing and you don't just put this in the middle of the movie because then the mo- rest of the movie has to be about that yeah right. you know and it's not unfortunately right so uh mr wesley wants to meet him the kind of he offers him a job at the end of this exchange, basically. Yeah. But I think the reason he wants to do that is because he wants him to stop fucking up the operations that he has in place. Yep. The double deuce was fine without you there. And and red was fine without yeah, you coming around. He exactly. owns the hardware store over or whatever. Auto parts store. Auto parts store. And like yeah. everyone was fine until you showed up. Yep. Started sniffing around. So he wants him to come work for him. That way he can can control things. And it's like, try to picture Dalton working for Brad Wesley, like doing all that bullshit, like work that like the fat guy does and, and, uh, and Terry Funk. I mean, yeah, he would, well, he would first off destroy anyone. I know. And like, but he's way smarter than Wesley. I mean, yeah, it would just be, yeah, I guess it. Boy, the, the the only the only way it would work, I guess, if he, if he did take the job, and then like you'd like, have to put him in a Darth Vader suit, limit I, his I mean, power. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? Yes, absolutely. Because otherwise, so he, he would usurp the throne. He he would he would take over yeah. the throne like in no time yeah. flat. You know. <laughs> oh man, Jasper Dal- would be his Dalton with the lightsaber. <laughs> right, he could do it. Uh, no question. He's about throwing it. spears I know. around later. I know. 
<laughs> I, I, yeah, that's, oh my God, yeah. Well, and so is Brad Wesley. Yeah, that's true. You know, and in an expert way, even with like Foley behind it. I mean, it's it's really something. I like when Jimmy fights with that pool cue. That's also very yeah, skilled. He's, uh, yeah, if he had a lightsaber, if he had a Darth Maul lightsaber, <laughs> he would a, kill it. He is very Darth Maul. As far as like parallels to, to Star Wars characters, he yeah, is just I essentially Darth great. Maul. Um, and in fact, he even does one, one of the pool cue Jeff moments. Jeff Ely starts playing Duel of the Fates. <laughs> And Kathleen Wilhoit uh, like starts singing, yeah, you know, yeah, like she does. oh man, and and, and she, she could be the vocalist for the Duel of the Fates oh, thing, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, but <laughs> oh man, um, <laughs> but Jimmy has a great pool cue moment with the with the uh, he does a pole vault with it. Yes, he pole vaults off the fat guy off the fat guy onto the stage and he literally like does like a a somersault off of it it's not like he just like gets up there he like does a ninja flip at the at the apex of of where the pool cue stood endwise yeah he he does like a full springs off of it it's like simone biles on the on the uneven (laughs) i mean like it's really amazing yeah Um, he's an olympian yes yeah, because this is at the new Double Deuce. Yes. Apparently now everyone wears like red polo shirts. Who works there? <laughs> I know. Keith David's behind the bar. You know, Keith David is like fourth build in this movie, like in the opening credits. Yeah, I saw he, that. He has he like has, two lines. I was extremely disappointed. Yeah, I know. It's bullshit. He must have had tons my of scenes first deleted. time, I was like, dude. Yeah. He, You can hardly even hear him half the time. It's like, he so says, ridiculous. Like, He's like out of focus when he talks. Yeah. It's bullshit. I don't know. There must it, have been ton, tons of deleted yeah, scenes, and you know, I, I man, yeah, that that really sucks. Maybe he was one of uh, Dalton's friends from back home. He got to come down or something, I, and I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he gets Wade to come down somehow. That's true. I don't know. Right. Like, Sam Elliott shows up, yeah, but instead he's just this back. He's a featured extra essentially. Yeah, and Ugh, it sucks, man. Yeah, that yeah. really sucks. What a waste of talent, man. You're no um, kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so the double deuce is like new and improved now. There's yeah. guys wearing business suits, having drinks. Yes, like, it's a very different clientele. It's, it's a sophisticated place, right? And this is what Tillman had wanted the whole time. He yep. wanted Dalton to come, clean it up, and make some real money. Yes. Have people want to come there, right? Nice people actually will come. Um, people... There's no cage around the stage anymore. They took the fencing down, and it's like it's there's colored lights and yeah, everything's modern and i mentioned like kathleen Contemporary you know for the time kathleen wilhoyt is like is is singing now with jeff healy yeah uh, a real banger promoted. by the way it's, yeah. it's she's she's awesome too <laughs> it's a great singer right um and and it yeah. reminds me of return of the jedi oh of, okay like, again this, this you do, okay it reminds me of the oh. song in return of the jedi oh my god <laughs> she she's the lip alien oh my lord <laughs> Yeah, her performance and is far better than the lip alien. Is, I'm yes. sorry, and but yes, Jeff Healy is superior to Max Rebo. No also, doubt. So. Yes, he is a Jeff Healy is a consummate <laughs> artist. Ma- Max Rebo is not. <laughs> anyway, the funny thing is that band was called the Max Rebo Band, <laughs> and in this movie, Roadhouse, it's Jeff the Jeff Healy Band. <laughs> they probably had a single called Angel Eyes too. Yeah, yeah. I bet they did. <laughs> Yes. Oh, awesome. I can listen to that before Rancor eats me. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, in the new bar is where this pool cue fight happens. Because right. they come to like try to bring it back to the level it was, right? And they and they torched Red's uh, auto parts store. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's like, you know, and now Wesley is kind of uh, 
enjoying him what he, what he's done there and he he's yeah. um yeah like he brings the gang in and this is the first time we see uh Jimmy like do stuff yeah like we they've like been he hinting looks like at a it. bad dude kind of exactly. but you don't see him yes yeah. and this is when he did the pole vault um <laughs> and, <laughs> and he he challenges Sam Elliott's character he just points yeah. at him and goes you you I want you <laughs> and Sam Elliott goes over there and they start fighting um but we're not getting this yet. You know, th- this is like the, the movie's telling us, no, you don't get this fight quite yet. Yeah. Um, and Dalton comes over to break it up. And that's when Wesley just fires a, a warning shot in the air. It's okay, everybody let, let's, let's, right, yeah. let's clear out. Yep. Um, and like you talked about earlier, like the, the, the nightly carnage that goes on in the double deuce and, and like what that must cost. Like this <laughs> fight is also, um, just a, uh, a nightmare of being in the red for the evening. So, you know, like oh, you're, you're, he's just laid you, waste to the whole place. All right, here's here's the biggest plot hole ever. Okay, if Brad Wesley takes a percentage, wouldn't he want this bar to succeed? Yeah, <laughs> I don't that's, get it. That's a good point. Um, when he destroys the guy's car dealership, yeah, isn't that going to cost him a lot of money too? Yeah. Well, I, he's trying to prove his muscle in the town. You and know, he's I, making I, a point. <sighs> If you cross me, I'm going to destroy your business. But wouldn't you call in the feds at that point? I mean, like, I know he's got the police in his pocket, yeah. but I mean, like, hey, I have 60 witnesses who saw Brad Wesley's goons with Dude. their monster truck. Okay, so we're talking about the scene. Like, okay, so the some of the business owners in the town are getting together to try to stand up against yeah. Brad Wesley. And one of them owns, like, the car dealership. And this is what we talked about earlier. The monster truck is used... To destroy the cars in the car dealership, <laughs> it literally drives through the building, over all the cars, and out the other side, in front of hundreds of people. A gigantic glass and showroom. And making a big show. And there's onlookers who are, like, ready for the carnage. They're like, bring it on! There's people in bikinis, these guys <laughs> just drinking beer. <laughs> it's true. it's you're a right. monster jam. You're right. For you're, real. Holy shit, you're right. I know. I know. <laughs> Come on down because the local shit Come is going to do something. Yes. Credit seats are fun. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What the? F- I mean, like, yeah. Uh, I can't believe the townspeople aren't rising up and saying, no, uh, you know, like, here's what just happened. And telling someone, <laughs> telling the authorities that, that, that this guy's running amok. I mean, yeah. he's he's just a guy. He's just a rich guy. There's, I mean, he, he's not, uh, I don't know. I, I there has to be something you can do to 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 combat what's going on. He's a sin. He's Mr. Potter. So far, he's not killing people. I think, like, I don't think he has to this point. No, all he's done is kind of destroy your property and right. beat you up, maybe. And yeah, there there is violence happens, but yeah, he hasn't killed anyone yet. Um, call hmm. the feds. Yeah, something has to be done. They try to call. The, they they all get together and do want to call the cops, but like, I think. I forget like Elizabeth, the doc, Dr. Elizabeth says something about it. Like you can't cause the cops are in his pocket too. Yeah. She's I the, don't know. Yeah, or maybe she's the one saying we got to do, so we got to call the cops. We got to call whoever. Right. And everyone else is saying, no, we can't do that. Right. Why not? <laughs> you idiots. <laughs> Dalton. <laughs> they're just going to rely on Dalton. Yeah. And, and, and that's why, and, and that, that's, that starts the, the, the problem between Dalton and Elizabeth is that like, uh, she's, the movie is set up like a classic Western, of course. Um, yeah. And 
this is uh, Dalton is going to to do battle with Brad Wesley. Yeah, they're going to have the the sh- the showdown. Right. Yeah. And Elizabeth doesn't like that because she she sees you know first of all it's a it's a juvenile way of of dealing with the problem. Yes. Um, and also because uh, she thinks that he can't win. She, he can't he can't go up against this guy who's just who's gonna has the numbers advantage, which is a a wise yeah idea. Right. I mean that's smart. Numbers and yeah. resources. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess she hasn't seen his. Patrick Swayze's full potential yet. Well, in the bedroom she has. Oh, that's but right. But not in the streets, <laughs> dude. Okay. <laughs> so the 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 sex scene, yeah. Okay. Um, this is one of like now I saw this movie when I was a kid, and I saw it in the theater by myself. They, they, this this theater near my house let me in to see R-rated movies whenever I wanted. I I just awesome. Yeah. Were I, you like twelve? I was 13? twelve. Yeah. yeah. And I and I walked in and walked and saw Roadhouse. <laughs> And oh, like my mind was blown and this scene, this sex scene in particular, I just remember studying it. And um, <laughs> like we talked about awakenings before. Yes. And yeah, this was one of them. Well, yeah. I, I just watched, you know, like two incredibly gorgeous people uh, like yeah. in a tastefully shot scene. I, I was just about to say, yeah, it's way more tasteful than it has any right. Being <laughs> exactly. In a movie like this. Yes. You're expecting gratuitous nudity and you don't get it. Um, like it's just, it's there, but it's like completely, they, they really had respect for the actors. Yeah. It's um, barely there in this scene. And like what comes before the nudity is actually more graphic than yeah. what, you know, when, when they're they're, like they have no clothes on petting each other and yeah, I, he's, they're up against the, 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 the brick oh, yeah, wall, they're on the wall and, and like, you know, uh, and there's actual like thrusting going on. You're kind of like, but you're not seeing anything. Right. But like, um, it's a sexy scene, man. You, you get some great Swayze ass earlier in the movie too. Yes. Uh, and, and that was another moment of like great, uh, like Kathleen Wilhoyt walks in to bring him breakfast yeah. and he gets out of bed and walks across the room nude right in front of her. <laughs> um, she couldn't be happier. And she, they, they put the camera on her and she is like lusting, you know, like, <laughs> like, like she just has this, this like Best almost breakfast ever. Exactly. Like she's drooling over this guy's <laughs> ass. And I'm like, Hey, that's great. That, that that that's missing from movies today. It is, you know, um, and yeah, it's it's a it's a sexy film. It's an action packed film. Uh huh. Yeah. And I, one thing I love after the sex scene, um, they wake up and Elizabeth is out on like the the roof of the barn. Yeah. Just bare ass sitting on this roof. I'm like, that would be the worst. <laughs> and Patrick Swayze goes out and joins her. He's out there first and she joins oh, him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I and he's, he's sitting bare assed having a cigarette well, on the She must thing. love this man if she's going to sit on that roof. You know. Bare ass. It's, it's, a, it's a peaceful place. Yeah. Um, and he's an exciting guy. Uh, so I, I guess you would put up with like, um, yeah, uh, a little bit of rugged surfaces. <laughs> Some splinters. Sure. And and the crescendo of the scene is across the lake is where Brad Wesley's mansion is. Yeah. And he is rocking back and oh forth in a chair watching them fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's oh, chilling. She used to be his woman or something back He oh, liked before? her. He tried okay. to he tried to get with Elizabeth and okay. you know, obviously she said, you know, she recognized for him for who he was. Right. Yeah. For um, sure. But he's still carrying a torch and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And he just watches this dude, uh, you know, yeah. Do what he wants to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> and and it, because it's Ben Gazzara and he's like the most intense actor in Cassavetti's history, you know. Oh man, uh, it's it's just watching him like he's he's having Peter a Peter Falk should have been Jimmy. <laughs> Can you see him pole vaulting? <laughs> yes, I can. I would love it. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh my god! But anyway, <laughs> um, what, what were we? What did I interrupt here? It's um. Well, okay, he, he, he's the most intense Cassavetti actor. Yes, is where you're going. <laughs> yeah, uh, but apart from all that, we, we we had gotten to the point where like the townspeople were going to rise up, but we got sidetracked by the sex scene, which is fine. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's, that's where it happens. Exactly. You want to be sidetracked house. by that. Yeah. Um, but essentially now, um, everybody knows, or, or Dalton knows that the only way to, uh, to, to, to come back at, or he thinks the only way to come back at Wesley is to like, you know, take, take the fight to him. Yeah. And Wade Garrett, his mentor, um, is telling him no. Yeah. And uh, through a whole bunch of other, you know, well, what happens next is the big fight uh, between uh, Dalton and Jimmy by yeah. the lake. Yeah. It's one of the centerpieces of the movie. Um, they, uh, Jimmy goes and torches Emmett's place, which is the guy who's Dalton's renting the barn yeah. room from. And as he's riding away on his motorcycle, uh, he and Elizabeth had just had a fight about it uh, where Kelly Lynch was telling him, you know, this was a bad idea. Yeah. And, um, Dalton clones, Dalton clotheslines Jimmy off the bike, which is still one of my favorite action movie moves. Well, he, so we were talking about this roof of this barn out the window. He like leaps out this window and does like a handspring onto a truck and then jumps onto the ground. Like, wow. It's this another, just dismounted this barn. It is another Simone Biles move. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's, this is Swayze, everybody. And he, and, and he, and he's, yeah. And, and like he, when he, when he dismounts onto like the hay bales, he never breaks stride. No. He, he sticks the landing. Exactly. Yeah. And he just keeps like on a dead sprint. And he chases the motorcycle down, <laughs> dives through the air. And like you said, clotheslines Jimmy off the bike. And now it's time to fight it's and 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 a fight we get like the yeah. the, the karate fight that we've been like promised oh yeah because here it is we've seen jimmy use that pool cue we've yep. seen patrick swayze kick in and doing katas and stuff yeah we're ready right this, it's time for duel of the fates yeah <laughs> definitely this you is know duel of the fate right i mean dun, 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 dun. and and here, here this we is go when obi-wan comes out of the gate <laughs> swinging <laughs> exactly <laughs> so and there's a great back and forth with these two guys um they're, they're like uh, Marshall Teague playing Jimmy is fighting in the tightest jeans you've ever seen. Oh yeah. Um, and the the most, I, I, one of the more famous lines in the movie comes during the fight when it looks like Jimmy's got the upper hand. He tells Dalton, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> yeah. It oh. comes out of nowhere. What? Yeah. It's like, what? I mean, what the fuck? And, and imagine being 12 and hearing this. Yeah. You know, like I, I had no idea about like, you know, the, the, just picture you in this theater <laughs> eyes wide yes jaw on the floor cheering uh-huh and, and popcorn I, I, and soda spilling everywhere exactly and now i have to hear about like this guy has committed human rights abuses <laughs> and i don't know how to handle it you know right. <laughs> yeah yeah so they're fighting and fighting and it's a good fight it's it, awesome. it goes from like the ground to the beach and like near the water yeah they're in the sand it's pretty good. Right. Um, Jimmy pulls a gun 
And what we found out earlier is that Dalton left Memphis because someone pulled a gun on him because I guess his woman this was hitting on Dalton or right. I don't know. Something, something like happened. That. Yeah. And, and the gun came out and triggered an instinct in Dalton to rip the guy's throat out. I don't know what happened. If there was a big fight like this, <laughs> right. if he just all of a sudden fatalities this dude, it is. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, he sees Jimmy pull the gun, and it's they make a big deal out of it. It's slow mo and mm-hmm. all this stuff. He like like flings his fist into his throat and just yanks, um, and that's the end of Jimmy. And, and it's pretty graphic. It is pretty graphic. It's gory. Yeah. Um, and you get to see. Yeah. The slit with just his esophagus is gone. <sighs> I want to say that he throws it on the ground also, <laughs> but I, I don't remember. <laughs> but I feel like he does. And uh, I think some of the best uh, moment for Kelly Lynch happens in this scene. too. Yeah, this is great. She, she realizes this man is a monster. Right. And she I mean, she's a doctor. This is like the elevator sequence in Drive. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Exactly. The, she, she she's took it. She took a Hippocratic oath and she, you know, she just watched <laughs> yeah. you kill somebody. That's yeah. it for you. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, she she because she's like she bends over Jimmy and she like she has this look of desperation like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You yeah. just killed him. You know, and yeah, that's not going to impress a doctor. Yeah. She's not happy. Right. She's she's definitely scared at what is happening <laughs> of right now. Yeah. So she runs off and Dalton drags the body into the lake and screams at Wesley, Wesley, (laughs) fuck you, (laughs) and floats Jimmy's body across the lake over to the house. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, dude, I know. I know. It's like he's he's ready. (laughs) He's ready to fight the predator. Let's go. (laughs) Yeah, he's ready. Oh, man. He's just in such a berserker rage. Yeah. Even like he just lost his lady friend and he doesn't care in that moment. He's going to send the, 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 <laughs> he's going to send the body across the lake to, for Wesley to dispose of, I guess. Yeah. I mean like awesome. crazy, crazy shit. And yeah, you know, and, and then, well, yeah, then Brad Wesley's not happy. No. The he, next day he calls Dalton at work. <laughs> Uh, Cause you just go back to work, you know. know. He just goes to the double deuce again, <laughs> and he says that he's gonna have to choose between Wade and Elizabeth. Wow! And he flips. This is a quite a good scene, yeah, actually. I know. He flips a coin and doesn't tell him if it was heads or tails, who it was. He says, "I wish I could tell you, Dalton," and then hangs up the phone. He's oh, man. What's he gonna do now? Is no. he gonna go after Wade? Is he gonna go after Elizabeth? We don't know what's gonna happen. And then Wade comes through the door, and he looks like he's been in a pretty bad fight. Yeah. And uh, like Dalton kind of tends to him, and which he, he has. He's been beat up. Yeah, exactly. There was only three of them though. Right. Which is what he says. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> these guys are badass. <laughs> and uh, and but but Dalton thinks that this that this means Wesley went for Wade. Yeah. And that Elizabeth is and safe. And we do too. Yes. Um, so he's like, okay, stay here. I'm going to go get Elizabeth and we're going to leave town. And like Wade is excited about that. He's like, okay, fine. Good. You're not going to fight this guy anymore. You're just going to, you know, cut your right. losses. Cause he's been pressing him. Let's just go. Exactly. Right. We don't have to escalate this at all. Yep. Um, so he goes to get Elizabeth and she won't come. She's like, you said, she's now afraid of this man. She thinks he's, you know, like pretty much scum. Yeah. Um, and so he comes back to the double deuce and, 
uh, he sees Wade Garrett, you know, laying on the bar and he turns him over because he thinks he's just like tied one on. And no, he's been as a knife in his chest. And there's a note that says it was tails. That's awesome. Yeah, that is so good. Mm hmm. I loved that. <laughs> that was so freaking good. Yep. And an amazing just like toying with you as far as the script goes. Right. Like making you think one thing when it goes another way. Really good. And so that, that's the thing too. Like Wesley's goons are just out like causing so much trouble. They just, they just found Wade Garrett and were trying to, to kill him like beforehand just for fun, you know, and he fought them off. But then I guess Wesley sent 12 guys there. Yeah. Um, and to, yeah. Yeah, the finally to, take him exactly. out. Exactly. And I guess this enrages him further. Right. And we get the final sequence, the the attack on the compound here, well, which t- is an all-time uh it's a very common 80s ending for action movies. Right. Attack on the compound. Which um and the way the con- the attack begins <laughs> is he takes the murder weapon yes. out of out of uh Wade Garrett's chest. Yep. Uh and he gets his Mercedes and he puts it in the gas pedal uh, so that the car will attack the compound and it goes on autopilot. Yes. We don't know this. We think he's driving it. Right. We don't, this is revealed after the car crashes and stuff, but yeah, it, the car is just going full speed (laughs) towards these goons (laughs) right to the mansion and they're firing machine guns. I love, I love Terry Funk. He's he's out there in like a pair of moon boots and (laughs) he's just, the way he's firing his gun is like, I mean, I don't know. He doesn't doesn't have a prayer of stopping this car, you know? No, no. And and they kind of move out of the way. And then the car like ramps and does like a three sixty and lands and explodes Uh and all this stuff. And they realize no one's in there. It's the knife was on the gas pedal. So Dalton's got some great aim. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you've just been driving and you let off the wheel for a second, yeah. it'll, you'll be swerving. Well, th- that's the thing about a Mercedes. It, it handles well, yeah, great. That's I mean, true. You know, that's why he saved the Mercedes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's not like, you know, one of our shit cars. Yeah, I mean, the alignment is, is on yeah, point. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so that now they know Dalton's on the loose on the compound. Yeah. They got to find him. And he, there's a couple of disappointing aspects of this final sequence in that, like, two of the deaths happen off screen. I didn't like that. Yeah. Because, like, you come around a corner, you see Terry Funk laying on the ground. Yeah. 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 Um, And, like, the... the, Well, that builds suspense for the next one. It does, yeah. Um, It's just that I wanted to see all these guys, like, have a bitter death. There needs to be a pile of esophagus at the end of this. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. It could be a lot gorier. It could be a lot more... There could be just tons of carnage, you know? Yeah. Um, And, uh... Eventually, like he he kills all the goons, and he yeah. has to now have a showdown with with Brad Wesley himself. Yeah, uh, and he's been beat up, and he's been stabbed, and you know, I still <laughs> I, I, Ben Gazzara is a bad dude, but I don't believe for a second that he could do anything physical against Patrick Swayze. No, um, even when he's got spears, which he does. <laughs> Yeah, because they're in the trophy room. He's right. got all these animal heads mounted and yeah. literally African tribal masks mm-hmm. and spears and all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Elephant tusks just he, coming out of the ground. He, he's got every, yeah, it's it's the typical like asshole hunter in who yeah. went on safari in Africa. Yeah. Yep. So he's got the upper hand eventually on Brad Wesley. He's got him on the couch. He's ready to do the final strike. He's got his hand ready to rip the throat out, everybody. <laughs> but we see in Dalton's eyes, 
does he really want to do this? Right. For the third time. <laughs> for the third time. That's going to Hat trick of throat rips, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and he he decides not to do it. Right. He lets go. And uh, gets off Brad. Starts to back away. <laughs> which uh, lets Brad get up. And he's about to shoot him. And then all of a sudden we get a, a blam from like off screen. And... You think maybe Dalton got shot, but no, Brad Wesley got shot with a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's Tillman who owns the bar. He's he's down here shooting. Right. And then, bam, the car dealership owner is there. And then, bam, Red, who owned the automo- auto parts store, is there. Right. They're all just slaughtering this guy RoboCop style. <laughs> Like more people show up. There's like a, another couple people yeah. coming fire Emmett, at him. Emmett, Emmett. yeah, he, he gets a shot at Emmett, the farmer guy. Right, he gets a shot. <laughs> like, and they're and yeah, they're they take be- him out. Beautiful '80s Tom Savini squibs. Oh yeah, this the you blood know. is great. Yeah, like because oh, I mean he's oh, just, just shot full good. of holes. Yeah, and he looks like he got shot. Yeah, and he falls into a glass coffee table. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that's the end of him. Um, and then the cops show up. Right. Wait, is it the cops or the feds? It's the cops. It's local cops because okay, they, yeah, they walk the, in. Out. Brad, where are you? They're the ones who are in his p- the pocket of right. Brad, I'm sure. Right. Um, but not anymore. Apparently, he's dead. <laughs> so they, and they're, they're, these cops are corrupt, man. They, they just ask what happened. And then everyone says, well, I don't know. I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they go one by one between each person. Yeah. Um, Cause they hid the guns real quick so that d- they're not holding them. And they're all like, I don't know what happened here. And, hey, Tim, what, what, what do you see what happened? No, I didn't see anything red. Right. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> and even one of the goons who's still alive. Tinker. Had a pol- yeah. The fat Tinker guy had a polar bear fall on him and he's still alive. So he gets up and he just says a polar bear fell on me. Yeah. That's like the end of the scene. Yeah. And everyone kind of looks around like, oh, <laughs> it was like the end of Leave it to Beaver I know. or something. It was a terrible, terrible way to end the yeah, scene. Yeah, it was bad. And, and and it was also a terrible like fate even for Tinker, the fat guy. Yeah. Just kill this fat guy. Yeah. He was he was trying to kill you. You yeah. don't have to like have him treat him like an innocent bystander. No, this guy was a thug. He he's was trying been, to kill he's you. Been in, he's been in trouble since the beginning. Exactly. Just kill Tinker. Killed everyone else. Right. Uh, but whatever. And, and the thing, the thing too, like, so apparently I, I was about to say roadhouse is based on a true story. It's not, <laughs> I hope not. Um, but this one part, this one aspect of the story, the end, yes. like after the killing, the uh, coda here, uh, well the, the killing itself, the killing. Okay. Um, apparently there was a town in Missouri at some point that had this situation where everybody in town was being shaken down by this local asshole. And one day, this guy was gunned down in cold blood oh, in yeah. broad daylight. I've heard of this. And the cops investigated, and no one said a thing. Like, There's a they, movie about this. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, really? But, a a movie made, other than Roadhouse? Yeah, I'm oh. pretty sure they made a movie that was based on that event. Okay, all right. Well, that, that particular event is where they got this ending. Okay. Um, and, and that's fine that it happened in real life and everything, but what I don't like about this ending is that, like, obviously the tinker thing. Yeah. But also, um, so you mentioned them, you know, like, hiding the guns. If these cops did one piece of investigation <laughs> at all, if they got off their asses, uh, they would dust for fingerprints and find everybody touched guns. Yeah. 
Um, the the bullets, all you gotta do is look behind the water buffalo. That's I mean, where they exactly. The Ex- they, didn't pile, even, they didn't even hide the murder weapon. There's a pile weapons. of smoking shotguns. Exactly. There's gunshot residue all over everybody's hands. Been hastily concealed. <laughs> this is so. This is. I mean, like this murder is like but, easily I mean, solved. The cops don't give a fuck though. They're probably glad too. I mean, I guess if they're you know? if if they're if even they were like tired of Brad Wesley's bullshit. Yeah. Maybe they would help cover it up. I could buy that, but I just need a scene telling me that yeah. I just need like a thing where like the, the, the guy uh, where the, the uh, car dealer, like, you know, shakes hands with the sheriff and goes, yeah, we good. Yeah. yeah. We're good. Right. You know, exactly. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I guess that's the end of the Brad Wesley yeah. story there. Right. And we get a little follow up here. Um, Patrick Swayze is skinny dipping. <laughs> And Elizabeth is with him again, and they're in love. Yes, I know. I uh, don't understand why she showed up when he when he was about to kill Brad Wesley. Oh, that she was in the right. she, she walked in. Yeah, because she, she she knew he was going. Okay, there. so she saw he doesn't always rip out throats. Exactly, in cold blood. Yes, he he not always. Right, that this time he didn't, and I guess that was enough to show her that he's an he's an okay guy. Um, because he didn't. <laughs> I would be wearing like a metal. <laughs> like choker around my neck that you couldn't break through. Exactly. Because this guy, he has killed two people that we know of with his bare hands. Um, he's not a good guy. And how many at this? Why is she with this man, dude? He's so good looking. Just naked in this dirty river. I know. I know. Yeah. And Jeff Healy is sitting by the river while they, while they fuck in it. Okay. Like you see Patrick oh, yeah, Swayze running true. toward yeah. the, the, like to, to like dive in and there's some sitting there. Jeff Healy is just sitting by He's the blind. He's not deaf folks. I, exactly. Exactly. You can't just fuck in front of a blind person. I'm sorry. That is so, that is such bullshit. I'm sure there's a website that, that does <laughs> yes. that exact thing. Absolutely. I mean, a, a million of them exist. Yeah. Blindfuckers.com. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So that's and, the end. This, this, and the last, the last, uh, song is another one. Like earlier, Kathleen Wilhoit and Jeff Healy teamed up for knock on wood. Yeah. And this particular song that ends that goes over the end credits is my favorite Jeff Healy performance. It's a cover of, uh, Bob Dylan's when the night comes calling. Yeah. Um, you can get it on your, uh, I, I added it after I saw it. I was like, Oh hell yeah. That, that song. It's it's a truly bluesy sound. Yeah. Yes. It's it's pretty good. Badass. Oh man. Dave roadhouse. Right. Do you have anything else you want to mention? Yes, I have something I need to tell you about. Oh, okay. Um, it's pretty important. Uh, well, not so important, but here <laughs> goes. Uh, we've mentioned Red a couple times. Um, you know, he's the guy who runs uh, owns the auto parts store. Yeah. And the other part of his character is he's uh, Elizabeth's uncle. Um, and the character Red Webster is played by the actor Red West. Um, Red West, he worked as an actor for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, but what he was most well known for was that he was a childhood friend of Elvis Presley. And later when Elvis became famous, he had that gang of bodyguards uh-huh. that were always with him. They traveled, they're called the Memphis mafia. Yeah. And since Elvis's death, several movies have been made about his life, including Baz Luhrmann's film this last year. Yeah. And in all of those movies, Red West is a named character. Like in Baz Luhrmann's most recent film, they, they like name wow. all the Memphis Mafia guys, and one of them is Red West. Um, okay. Christian McCarty played him in this in this uh, version, and 
I don't know if any other, I don't know many other actors that this has happened to where during their career, someone played them in a movie more than once. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, I, it, it's, I, I can't think of anybody else that's that this happened awesome. to. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, there, there it is. Uh, Red West is, is, that's his bio. Wow. Right. Red West. I did notice that the character and the actor were both named Red. Yeah, that was... But I didn't go that deep. I didn't <laughs> oh, okay. know that. That's awesome, Right. Dude. Pretty cool. Cool. All right. So, Dave, would you recommend this movie? I can't recommend uh, Roadhouse <laughs> enough. Um, I've seen this movie so many times. And as I said before, like, I... One thing I left off when I talked about, like, coming home or when, seeing the movie when I was 12. When I got home, I... This is so embarrassing, but I'm on a, a, a podcast, so who cares? I... Put, I put my bike in the backyard and I stood there doing wheel kicks for like 10 minutes. <laughs> I could see my reflection like in, in the screen, in the, like the, the sliding door. Cause I was like, I was just so fired up, you know, about what I'd yeah. seen. And like, and it was, <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted my life to be nothing but sexy blues and, yeah. and you know, like fights and, you know, fast women. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Yep. Oh my God. <laughs> right? That's awesome, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm definitely going to recommend this movie. Cool. Um, I was so happy. It was exactly what I expected and exactly what I wanted. Cool, man. And I think it was what I needed. True. So, That's true. Um, good, a good watch. Three stars. Yes. <laughs> I enjoyed this better than Cliffhanger. Me I'm not going to lie. It's way better than Cliffhanger I, I agree. It's, it's the superior movie like from top to bottom. Okay, so that wraps things up. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast. Rate it, review it, and most of all, share it. That gets more dudes listening to the dudes. You can also go to dudesonmovies.com and find anything you'll need right there. We are also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Look for Dudes on Movies. And our email address, as always, dudesonmovies at gmail.com. That's right, Dave. What is the question of the week? Uh, the question of the week. What is the best modern Western? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, we also have a voicemail at 628-400-DUDE, 628-400-3833. You can call and give us your answer or hit us up on social media or email. And stay tuned next week when we do 1962's The Manchurian Candidate, directed by John Frankenheimer, starring Lawrence Harvey, Frank Sinatra, and Janet Lee. So until next week, I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And we'll see you next time. Next time.